We might be freaks, but we know our mother phone can beats and beats and beats and beats. Hi friends, welcome to the Freak Beat CDM podcast, a loud mouth talking podcast about electronic dance music with an attitude and opinion. My name is Johnny Walker and we're back again with another episode. This time it's uh, 31st of October 2021 and it's episode 184 and we have some mostly news this time, no music, although some new music will be playing on the background. So first story today, it's about Metaverse. And no, we haven't become a cryptocurrency podcast. We haven't changed our you know, passion or theme. However, there seems to be some sort of merging between the internet, Metaverse as it's called now, thanks to Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, and electronic dance music or any sort of music really. So. I'm not sure whether you caught, uh, uh, for those who are listening to the audio-only podcast, uh, you best go to odyssey.com to watch the video, it will make much more sense. So I'm not sure if you caught the Metaverse Festival that happened between October 21st and uh, 24th on the Metaverse, or on the internet, whatever you want to call it, right? And you can see it here. And the reason I'm mentioning in the podcast is not because it's just hype because of uh, Mark Zuckerberg, but purely because the, there were some electronic artists that took place. So um, let's just go and have a look at the lineup. So first of all, just to give you a background, um, how would you be able to watch the festival? Well, you had to spend some cryptocurrency. In in this case, it um, it happened in the decentralized. Decentraland um, network, and you had to spend some um, some mana, as the cryptocurrency of the Decentraland network is. And I hold mana myself. I mean, I told you I'm not a cryptocurrency podcast, but what we do on our free time is another matter. Um, and yeah, I didn't manage to get in and. Um, you know, what's, what's the festival, but that's another screw-up with wallets and browsers and stuff like that. Anyway, so back back to the main uh, theme, uh, which is music. So first of all, big names, uh, October 21st, you can see Blau. And why is Blau a big name? Well, in the beginning of the year, he made a huge impact with um, a start selling his music... Um, as a form of NFT, for those who don't know, NFT is, uh, and where are you living if you don't know about it, non-fungible tokens, meaning um, something like, think about it, like collectibles that um, gain value, obviously, if there is a demand for it. Uh, so he became quite prominent in the beginning of the year where his music sold for some phenomenal amounts of NFTs, mostly in the Ethereum network. Uh, they were sold on OpenSea, that's another um, NFT network or platform. Uh, so yeah, Blau would be there, you would expect that, but let's see who else would be there. Because um, there's some surprising uh, names. Uh, there were you know, artists from many, uh, many different uh, music themes or genres. Here you can see Psychedelic Techno Stage, which I'm not sure what this is. 
So on day two big names, Alice in Wonderland. So that to me was a surprise because I did not associate her with um, you know the the metaverse or you know the virtual world. Um, day three, the highlight was Dead Mouse. Now, Dead Mouse has been in the metaverse quite early, and that's how I got into it, actually to know about it because last year about December. He decided to put some NFTs in another platform called, uh, gosh, Wax, I think. Um, you could use the Wax token to buy some NFTs from um, um, uh, in that network from um, Dead Mouse, and this is how I got into the whole thing myself, thanks to Dead Mouse. Uh, so I would have expected him to be there, and yes, he played a gig on the Metaverse. And day four, you had Paris Hilton playing as a DJ. You had uh, more psychedelic techno, but these were the highlights basically. So Blau, Alice in Wonderland, um, Dead Mouse and Paris Hilton and special guests which I didn't follow up. So yeah, this was this was um, the Metaverse Festival and there's plenty of them and we're gonna come round to it a little bit later on when we're gonna discuss about EDC. Second story is just to see what the new releases for this month uh, are. And uh, as you can see, we're taking the clue from Billboard. And uh, uh, let's see what are the new releases for this month that Billboard recommends. So Q Ryan, um, not very familiar, although I think I listened to some of the releases of her. Uh, Dead Mouse featuring Foster the People, Hyperlandia. Is this um, Hyperlandia? Is this kind of tying up with the whole metaverse thing? I'm not sure. Haven't listened to the track. Jesse Lanza featuring Lauren James 755, Wave Racer, and Full Circle. Uh, who else do we have? Massio Plex featuring Giovanni Revision. Well, that's more of a techno, I would say. Melodic Techno, uh, that's an interesting uh, artwork here, does it tie up with uh, with Halloween? And my favorite Nightmares on Wax, shout out to Freedom. Uh, for those who don't know, Nightmares on Wax is, uh, is an artist from the old days of um, Bleep, of the 1990s, uh, bass and breaks in Warp Records, Sheffield's Warp Records, and uh, he moved on to trip hop later, and now he's playing mostly chill music. Um, I think you should check him out. I'll definitely check out his album and see whether I can uh, bring you a review. So these are the highlights. Although if you follow our playlist, uh, so our monthly playlist that you can find on Spotify, just search for Frequency Podcast. You can listen to more highlights. Third story today is uh, is taken from the blog Run the Trap, and it's a new um, track from Nightmare with Zomboy, and they collaborate and they produce a track called Shell Shock featuring Georgia Ku, and we gonna I'm gonna pump up the music a little bit and listen to it. Let's listen. <laughs> 
that well, that was it. I mean, they didn't give us uh, the drop there. You have to go and listen to the official tune, I guess. Uh, but apparently, this is the 100th release release for the label Nightmares label, Good Vibrations. Um, well, you heard a little bit. It's just classic, really, um, dubstep or classic Nightmares. So that is another highlight uh, for the week. But um, Let's just move on and see what November holds for you. I think October was a fantastic um, time for people who like going out, festivals, clubbing. And the reason is purely due to the Amsterdam Music Week. So on the rave calendar, we have two big highlights. One is in March, so it happens in Miami. You have the Miami Music Week Conference and the epitome of that is the Ultra Miami Music Festival and winter Amsterdam takes over in October and they have the Amsterdam Music Week so all the DJs and all the acts they flock you know from Miami to Amsterdam in those two months and you know you have a week basically where you can catch up most of who's who and what's going on in the industry as well so it's not just music it's a lot of industry talk as well um so that happened and I'm going to discuss this uh, a little bit later on on the podcast but um, let's just see if you fancy some more festivals what's what's uh, going on right now so first thing wow Time Warp USA so for those who don't know Time Warp is all about techno so festival lineup uh, Amy or Ame Nina Kravitz, Richie Houghton, Ben Clock, Marshall Detman, Jamie Jones, not so much techno, and Seth Troxler, not so much techno, but still, I'm just going to read a little bit about it. And perhaps the most respected techno festival name in the world. I would probably agree with this. The brand has been going strong for over 25 years now. Its annual festival in Mannheim, Germany is an absolute must for any true fans of the genre. Well, we are, but we're not going to go there. I'm not going to get into the restrictions that has to do with health issues because it's a painful issue. Um, and when does it happen? This November? So this is not the German edition. This is in New York. So November 1920 in Brooklyn, New York. Get down to it if you're there and just listen to some proper techno. Let's just watch this clip. Hard floor opening. My first time was Time Warp 1. Lauren Garnier. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. I remember the first flyers of the first Time Warps in the 90s. Chris uh, And uh, I was always like, wow, that must be a great event. And uh, I wish I could go there one day. I am not entirely sure when I played there for the first time. I'm really bad with the years. Yeah, I think it was like five or six people in one car. And uh, that drove like to the Time Warp then. And, uh, I just remember afterwards I just Len Packy, like, so all techno legends of the day. My feet was completely destroyed. The stage was very, very high. Way That's what I'm again for those who know what the, the video. I've been playing. And then it was like a smoke machine on stage. <laughs> and Robert Armani was playing after 15 minutes of his set. He said to us, too much smoke. Like, wow, it's a rave, man, you know. I mean, we were 25, we were very young. And then he stopped. He actually stopped playing. Closed his record box, fucked off. <laughs> oh, there's some old clips, wow. 2002. Back in the days, it was the very first 
pure uh, techno looking young event in, in Germany with with this passion and with this uh, love to it. Can you remember your first time? <laughs> no. <laughs> Lock of dice. Um, I don't remember really the date, but it was a long time ago, and I remember I came with a handful of people, and it was just impressive how huge everything was. I mean, I was just an uh, upcoming DJ, and uh, lucky enough to join the family so early in the early stage. And since that day, I never missed any time off. And these passionate people Sven-Bath are again. really raver from their heart. So, so they transform their energy into something which is called time warp to give people the ultimate experience of a techno event. When I came the first time here, it was a time when oh, big Dixon. raves were not happening that much anymore. It was like after the explosion of rave. And this was still, it was solid as rock, it was a big event, it was like, alright, okay, rave, rave is still on, you know. There's some old clips here, 2003 again, Chris leaving, all kind of acid techno. Still playing with vinyl back then. getting kicked out of the hotels. Um, no hotel would take oh, more people. Well, I have lots of memories from, you know, from years ago, especially when uh, uh, Ricardo and I were here. We Luciano. Were, we were playing once at, here. Anyway, we don't want to watch the clip. You can go and uh, watch, watch it on YouTube if you wish. Uh, Time War of 25 Years Memories. Um, I mean, Germany is all about techno. Um, especially in Berlin, but all over, you know, it's almost like the capital of techno music, even though techno was, you know, discovered in Detroit, but Detroit had a big influence and uh, in, in Germany, and you had this alliance between Berlin and Detroit, and techno was spread all over, like Frankfurt, Sven Veit was in Frankfurt, and you had the, um, gosh, I can't remember now, I can't remember on the fly. Um, uh, so Frankfurt, Hamburg, uh, Berlin, you know, and loads of smaller scenes. But um, like in Holland, you have mostly trans. Germany is all about techno. Britain is a little bit about more black influenced music, all genres, a lot of break beats there. You go in France, you have a lot of. Uh, uh, you have a lot of French house, you know, and um, Laurent Garnier and David Guetta. You go to Italy, there's a lot of techno. The, the, back in the days, there used to be Italo house. You go to Spain, there's a lot of techno there, lots of techno lovers like Barcelona or Barcelona. Um, you had um, that festival. Gosh, I can't remember them on the fly. That's embarrassing. Right, um, let's move on. So, if you happen to be in Florida, you have EDC Orlando, November 12 to 14. Let's watch the trailer.
break loose from conformity to the world. If you want that kind of freedom, pursue all you get the idea right so EDC Orlando is like the winter edition of uh, the Electric Daisy Carnival that happens in Orlando in Florida um, in Florida they have really really good right so you have ultra in March and then you have uh, in the last few years you have uh, EDC Orlando it didn't happen last year in 2020 uh, it happened in 2019. Gosh, I lost the track of time with the stupidity that we had in the last two years. I'm a little bit interested. I haven't checked out the regulations. Perhaps people could fly into Florida because of, uh, I guess, different political ideas. I'm not quite sure. Um, if you guys live there, you could let us know, or if anybody has planned already going, I'm not gonna go. You could let us know. Essentially, I'm not, uh, I'm not keen on supporting anything that uh, promotes discrimination and a two-tier uh, ravers when everybody was preaching about unity and diversion and inclusion, but now we have exclusion and the opposite of diversity, discrimination in effect racism so I'm done thanks very much but hey I'm here to bring you the news I think if you're in Florida you should go I would definitely go you as we've seen in the last two years we just don't know what's gonna happen like next month so if you're in Florida or they're around get you know get going <clears throat> if you uh, have the freedom to travel around the world I would go as well um, haven't been to EDC Florida, always been in Vegas. I'd love to go there one day. Doubt it will ever happen again. But that's that's the main festivals in dance music. I mean, in the US, there's obviously other festivals, but uh, from other genres. November 12, 13, 14, Tinkerfield. All are welcome here, but only if you are, you know what. Well, uh, talking about festivals, guess who dropped their uh, lineup quite early? Ultra! We were talking about Ultra just now, weren't we? So, they're coming back this March, this coming March, 25th, 26th, 27th weekend, classic weekend, uh, and they're back in Bayfront Park. How many years have they been away now? So, they should have been there in 2020, they weren't. They should have been there in 2021, didn't happen. 19 was down in the island. 
Um, was it 18, the last one? Gosh, I lost track of time now. I think I was there in 18. Um, so let's see. So they announced, first of all, they announced their lineup. So we have Alesso, Al Alison in Wonderland, Emily Lenz, Boris Brecher, Camel Fat, Carl Cox, David Guetta, DJ Snake. Come on, get on. Um, Fisher, Gareth Emery. It says analog. I'm not sure why. Well, they have uh, something hidden there, so that's some secret act, which will be probably Swedish house mafia. Elinium, Knife Party, Kaigo, Madion, Martin Garrix. Oh my God, Nikki Romero, Nina Kravitz. Good, good to see her playing there. Good for her. Oliver Heldens, Oliver Tree, Pendulum. Slander, Sophie Tucker, Sudden Death, I can't remember them being the Tale of Us, Timmy Trumpet, oh my god, Zed's Dead. Uh, let's watch, let's watch a little bit of uh, uh, the trailer here. The world's premier electronic music festival. Guys, head on to odyssey.com and just... Watch the video. Returns to Bayfront Park. Lots of visuals. Introducing Phase 1 lineup in alphabetical order. What well, I told you about. Alesso, Alice in Wonderland. Amelie Lenz, yeah. Boris Bretzer. Camel Fat. Good for them. Carl Cox. David Guetta. DJ Snake. Fisher. Uh, hidden Act, Illinium, he hasn't played there, has he? Kaigo, Madion, Live Exclusive, Martin Garrix, I think Illinium is actually closing Ultra, so he announced that on his tweet. Oliver Tree, oh my god, this guy, Pendulum. Oliver Tree has nothing to do with, with dance music, but uh, he's a character, you know, he's a funny character, and... Uh, they have a live stage in Ultra where you can see some kind of non-dance music acts. So that's something to look forward to. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, it's good to see Ultra. It's good to see it coming back to its um, kind of home base. Let's put it this way. Again, not sure I'm going to be there. Highly unlikely because we're in a new normal stage right now. But hey, there's uh, other clubs as well. So... Let's head on to the next story. Well, talking about Swedish House Mafia, I'm not sure whether you have caught on, but Swedish House Mafia are back with a tour in 2022. So, Creamfields announced uh, some uh, tickets, some dates, uh, if I may say, Uh, so you have uh, the tour, it's called Paradise again, and they're going to play in September and October, so next year, but tickets are going on sale right now. So in Manchester, Glasgow, London, Dublin, in Ireland, and Birmingham, UK. So, yeah, if you're interested uh, in catching Swedish House Mafia, do go and buy the tickets, because they'll probably be sold out. The, the Brought, uh, they released a new single, I think this week or last week, week weekend. Again, not my style, find this commercial. But hey, uh, doesn't mean that uh, 
it's not good, it's just a little bit of objection regarding where they started and where they're going and, you know, whether they're more pop music than electronic dance music right now. There's so many good, there's so much good electronic dance music around and that this is my objection. Why should we stuck with the old acts who have decided to just transform themselves into, you know, uh, pop music? And we were just talking about TDC Las Vegas and wow, tickets are out for next year. So if you plan to go next year, there you go. You have to go now to the website because last time they got sold, uh, I mean, 2019, they got sold pretty quickly. Obviously, if you didn't manage to make it this year because... Um, I think the U.S. hasn't opened their borders yet for any foreigners because of the co-flu. Um, then you may be able to use your pass from this year in next year. So transfer. Hopefully you should have received an email by now and have done this. If not, just try to do this as soon as possible. I don't think they'll deny you. Uh, I think they gave you the option of getting your money back, which was good, or transfer your pass to next year. And, uh, well... This is it then. So, go out, buy your tickets for next year. Don't leave it until the last minute. You don't know, especially passes, like bus passes, you know. Make your plan. Which hotel you want to go into? Are you going to use your car? You know, all these good things. If you're not going to use your car, you're going to um, stay in the strip in a hotel, then make sure you get a, a bus pass because these go out quicker than actually the tickets. And all the good hotels, by the way, close... Uh, to the racetrack stadium. So, next story is something called Around the World in 80 Raves, which is something like a feel-good uh, feel good uh, thing. So, for last weekend, this weekend, you could actually rave for a good cause without going to the club. Now, that's something unique. Let's see what this was about. Uh, so, um, those the final two weekends for... October, there was a fundraising initiative supported by an all-star group of artists including Sasha, Sophie Tucker, Bicep, Adam Bayer, Ida Endberg, Peter Hook, Sama Abduladi, Ellen Alien and many more. Sets from these acts were live streamed and basically people could uh, go and participate by either walking, running, cycling, swimming or dancing to their own cho chosen distance goal. And the charity was about collecting money uh, via the Just Giving platform to for the proceeds to go to areas with uh, that are marked from war. Uh, so there were two charitable projects, one in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and one in Cape Town, South Africa. The overall goal is to have all participants contribute to a distance of 7,200 miles, which marks the distance between the 26 countries where the organization behind the initiative, a UK-based in-place-of-war supports projects. And the project manager says the DJ sets are a kind of a soundtrack to keep our activity challenge participants motivated, a way to celebrate their efforts every week and also include a donate function so the audience can support from wherever they're watching. So basically, if you want to participate, you have to go out and, and raise money yourself. 
And what they would do with this is uh, donate some funds to enable the creation of a music operating system with infrastructure for rehearsals, rehearsals and recording live shows, online presentations, along with uh, a music university center with career planning. So that's in Brazil. Um, anything like that really is, is game for me. Um, you know, anything that you can do by having fun Let's have a look at the video here from the project. A I'm game. So apparently they started in 2004 for positive social change, supporting arts-based projects in 26 countries across all continents, including Middle East. And I think we, we need to see more of that because I don't think communities in general realize what positive impact dance music had in the past 30 years around the world. Uh, obviously, this is more of a formal way of highlighting some charitable work and then money going into you know particular projects. But, I mean, social change happened in ways that are indescribable and in very small small ways. Society changed because of dance music, especially in the early 90s, and those who live through these times know what I'm talking about. So, if you, next story, if you remember, we talked a little bit about Metaverse right in the very beginning, and I know it's topical and hype, but and I mentioned I'm going to come around to EDC Las Vegas later on. And, and this is what this is about. So EDC Las Vegas, which happened last weekend, I think, was the first music festival to stream in Roblox Metaverse. There we have again the collision or union of gaming, the internet, and dance music in particular. And for those who can't remember... We were the first to say that this was going to happen. Just go back and listen to one of our episodes. Can't remember from 2019 or 18, where we talk about Marshmallow doing this. Anyway, back to the story. So Roblox. What is Roblox? Is uh, for those who play any video games, is is a platform where people just can make their own games and form communities and I don't know, do weird things, kind of a VR ch chat, but it's not VR though. And it's very hype with young people. So apparently, last weekend, 150,000 people per day were expected to attend the Electric Daisy Carnival. But if you can't make it to the desert, you know, you could just log on to the gaming platform Roblox. Now, Lob Lob Roblox is not very, you know, uh, 4K graphics. The graphics and the animation is very blocky. Think uh, of... Um, uh, mind block. Um, yeah, but it's very, it's it's very blocky and you know primitive. But I think the the emphasis there is on fun, on having fun and communication and building a community. So it's not so much about gaming, but it's uh, gaming as a social construct. Um, so the digital space was called the Insomniac World Party and opened on Friday with a festival scheduled to take place in the Metaverse. 
the digital experience will feature the same stages as the real life EDC with the music changing as attendees in the metaverse move from stage to stage. Fans will also be able to participate in games, check um, yeah, and the EDC camping and everything. Basically, you could just make a persona looking whatever you feel like uh, and just go and dance with other people there. I am against this sort of thing myself. Um, I know it's hype, but I do prefer human contact in a club. Um, so let us have a look at uh, at uh, yeah the video clip. Four life-size stages. Looks like ADC almost hours of music entertainment. Yeah, I, uh, you have cats there. Inside your tent and play mini games. Uh, good introduction, I guess, for collect pets and items. I guess NFTs come there. Insomniac World Party. So NFTs would come there, and <laughs> again, this is what we were talking about NFTs uh, earlier on, and music. NFTs is just it's mostly about the experience of having a collectible. So you could get your attendance at EDC Roblox party in 2021 and then show it to your kids like 30 years later instead of having flyer most of my flyers from early days have been thrown out so I guess there is value in in NFTs if you if you see it that way but I know many other people who who hold the flyers so there you go At this stage, uh, I would like to remind you that we also launched a blog on WordPress, believe it or not, like we had nothing better to do. So I'm still trying to get the hang of it, so don't expect much if you go there, but you could go and have a look and leave us comments. So if you're mad at us and want to drop us a line, you can either email us at freakbeats2016 at gmail.com if you're a boomer, drop a reply on our WordPress WordPress blog, respond to our bizarre tweets at freakbeats at underscore cast, or leave us a voice message on Anchor FM, our host platform, whatever you want to tell us, it's all good, man. Are we asking for much for you to get in touch as such? And maybe we should uh, wrap up the podcast uh, roundabout here. May I remind you at this time that we're fully independent, do not depend on sponsorships, universal, are you listening? Do not sell our souls to corporations and we're not here to kiss the smelly butts of DJs, festivals or record labels. We can say just like it is. Uh, did you notice we're not even asking for your money or donations? Yes, this is us doing it for the fam. Our only motivation to keep doing this podcast is your love and our 30 years mission to spread dance music far and wide. So... Please subscribe or follow our podcasts on your favorite podcast platform because it is an art form for the coming sandstorm. Watch the videos on odyssey.com, peeping through the intercom, and leave a review on Apple Podcast if you will. We assure you it's a thrill. And if you like this, share them around and spread the freaky disease to everyone. And until next time, remember, get your freak on.